This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Heather Haberchak, CEO of Broward Health Medical Center and Sela Foundation Children's Hospital in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Heather, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Before we dive into the questions, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. So I I grew up in Illinois, in Chicago, in fact. Um, I am a nurse, a registered nurse by background. I started my career right after nursing school down in South Florida. Um, I was fortunate enough to work really in the specialty I I wanted to work in, which was pediatric hematology and oncology, and started at a premier children's hospital in South Florida. After spending about five years at that organization, I did make a change up a little bit more north and came into pediatric oncology in a leadership capacity here at Broward Health Medical Center in Sala Foundation Children's Hospital. And then throughout my time here, I was fortunate enough to be given different roles that were able to help me advance my career. So I held various positions, such as the nurse manager of pediatric hematology and oncology, pediatric palliative care. I was able to open a dedicated inpatient peds hemonc unit and then really develop a pediatric palliative care program. From there, I went on to be the director of oncology services, which also integrated the adult oncology component. Uh, And then from there, I also took on additional service lines with the cardiovascular service line, which moved me into being a service line director for all of our key service lines. From there, I then went on to be the associate vice president of service lines and strategy planning for for the organization here. And then ultimately the chief operating officer, and I am now the CEO of the organization. So I think it's been a pretty unique journey being able to, you know, function in all of those different capacities within the organization and really to see how the organization has changed and evolved over the last 16 years. Absolutely. It sounds like a fascinating career that you've had already. When you've been uh, began as an RN, did you imagine that you would grow within an organization and become a CEO? Was that one of your goals, or is that something that happened as your career developed? So I, I think it happened more as my career developed. I'm the oldest of, of five kids, so I think I've always had those natural leadership abilities. Um, and really, even as a staff nurse, I, it was, I took charge a lot on the unit um, and then helped mentor new nurses as they came on. Um, but I, I actually, initially, when I went back to grad school, wanted to be a pediatric nurse practitioner, and I actually started down that pathway two semesters in. But as my career was, was changing, uh, it really was pushing me more into the leadership realm, and that's when I made a change with my master's degree and went into nursing administration and did a master's in nursing administration. Well, fantastic. It's definitely always interesting to hear about how careers develop and at what point you realize, hey, you know, administration is a really a track that's meant for you. So um, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm wondering, what are your top priorities today and how do you anticipate they're going to change in the next 12 months? 
So I think this has been the unforgettable year that I, I don't think anyone was prepared for. Uh, we kind of learned as we moved along the journey with the pandemic. And I, and I think what we are really prioritizing right now is making that transition from, you know, what operations look like during the pandemic to how we kind of refocus and pivot back to normal operations. And when I say that, you know, making sure we're very focused on strategy, um, we are very much looking at our operational excellence in some of our top line service lines, top line growth, really, um, and, and really making sure that those have unique characteristics so that we can better serve our community. And then we're also, you know, one thing the pandemic did bring was how we have to be digitally, um, you know, engaged with our consumers. So we're really looking at the advancement of our consumer engagement or our digital strategy, and then also just advancing our ambulatory footprint footprint in the community and our, our quality and value-based strategies. Interesting. And that's, you know, it's such an interesting thing about everything from the digital health side of things to looking at your ambulatory strategies and in those types of areas. I'm wondering, you know, when you do think about your ambulatory strategy, is that something where, you know, you, you're looking at building one out internally or are you looking at partnerships or acquiring other facilities? How are you really thinking about that today? So actually, we're, we're looking at it in all different facets. I, I will say one thing, we're part of a larger health system, and we've really aligned ourselves as a health system where we're not working in silos, but working together so that we can create those services in the community where they make sense, where the access points are most effective for the patients. Absolutely. So we talked about this a little bit in your previous question, but I'm wondering if when you think about strategic growth, how are you thinking about that today? Where does that really come in, especially in some of the areas you mentioned and looking at consumer engagement, digital health, and, and again, in some of the, the um, growth areas? Yeah, so, so the key service lines that we're focusing on as a health system, and really it's, again, we're, we have to reduce that variation and make sure we have operational excellence across the whole health system. So that would include at any of our hospitals that a patient comes to, any of our outpatient centers, any of our ambulatory settings. But those service lines that we are really focusing on to be our niche service lines are our cardiovascular services. We're looking at our neuroscience our orthopedics, and our oncology services. And each of the various regions has a different part or services that they provide for patients, um, but we're just really identifying where those services make sense or best fit within the community. That, that really makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I know you mentioned as well, looking at some of the value-based care um, opportunities, where do you see some of those opportunities going forward? Well, with our health system, we have a smaller group of employed physicians that actually work for our physician group in the health system. And then we also work together and partner with community-based physicians. So it's really aligning all the key players together to really develop the best quality outcomes we can, looking at risk-based models and looking at, again, that op I keep going back to operational excellence, but that, that's really where we need to go in partnership with our providers in the community. Community. Got it. I'm sure it's quite a job to work with all those different physicians and organizations to get everybody going in the right direction. It is, but we just have to align everyone and to really understand what the ultimate goal is in really advancing the quality of care delivery. 
Absolutely. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I have one more question for you around leadership. Could you please share your top three pieces of advice for emerging leaders today? Yes. Um, and and I, I kind of, I, I love working with emerging leaders. That's, that's something that's always near and dear to me. I've had been so fortunate to have so many amazing mentors along the way that have helped me advance my career. But the one thing I would say to them is to always take those calculated risks. It's, it's really that role that you're not quite prepared for that you really need to take the leap of faith with. That's really the sweet spot where you're going to grow uh, and evolve as a leader. I think as you make decisions, um, you always have to keep patience at the center of your decision-making, and everything you do has to make sense for those patients. And then it's, it's always important to have a focus on your network and your relationships. Those relationships are instrumental, and they will help you be successful as you move forward. Got it. Heather, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fantastic discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Thank you so much.